Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 866, number 5. During the evening examination of conscience, I am to ask myself the question, what if he were to call me today? 6. Not to look for God far away, but within my own being, to abide with him alone. 7. In sufferings and torments, to take refuge in the tabernacle and to be silent. 8. To join all sufferings, prayers, works, and mortifications to the merits of Jesus in order to obtain mercy for the world. 9. To use free moments, however short, for prayers for the dying. 10. There must not be a day in my life when I do not recommend to the Lord the works of our congregation. Never have regard for what others think of you for human respect. 11. Have no familiar relationships with anyone. Gentle firmness toward the girls. Boundless patience. Punish them severely, but with such punishments as these. Prayer and self-sacrifice. The strength that is in the emptying of myself for their sake is for them a source of constant remorse and the softening of their obdurate hearts. 12. The presence of God is the basis of all my thoughts, words, and deeds. 13. To take advantage of all spiritual help, to always put self-love in its proper place, namely the last, to perform my spiritual exercises as though I were doing them for the last time in my life, and in like manner to carry out all my duties. January 2nd, 1937. The Name of Jesus. Oh, how great is your name, O Lord! It is the strength of my soul. When my strength fails and darkness invades my soul, your name is the sun whose rays give light and also warmth, and under their influence the soul becomes more beautiful and radiant, taking its splendor from your name. When I hear the sweetest name of Jesus, my heartbeat grows stronger, and there are times when, hearing the name of Jesus, I fall into a swoon. My spirit eagerly strains towards him. This is a particularly important day for me. On this day, I made my first visit connected with the painting of the image. On this day, the Divine Mercy received special external honor for the first time, although it has been known for a long time, but here it was in the form that the Lord had requested. This day of the sweet name of Jesus reminds me of many special graces. January 3rd. The Mother Superior of the congregation that serves this hospital visited me today together with one of her sisters. For a long while, we talked about spiritual matters. I recognized in her a great ascetic, and 
so our conversation was pleasing to God. Today a girl came to see me. I saw that she was suffering, but not so much in, a, in body as in soul. I comforted her as much as I could, but my words of consolation were not enough. She was a poor orphan with a soul plunged in bitterness and pain. She opened her soul to me and told me everything. I understood that, in this case, simple words of consolation would not be enough. I fervently interceded with the Lord for that soul and offered him my joy so that he would give it to her and take all feelings of joy away from me. And the Lord heard my prayer. I was left only with the consolation that she had been consoled. Adoration. First Sunday of the month. During adoration, I felt so strongly urged to act that I burst into tears and said to the Lord, Jesus, do not urge me, but give this inspiration to those who you know are delaying the work. And I heard these words, My daughter, be at peace. It will not be long now. Here, St. Faustina continues with her resolutions for the new year. During her evening examination of conscience, she wants to ponder, what if Jesus were to call me today? We Marians ponder that question on our monthly retreat day, but Faustina wants to think about it each evening so that she is always ready to meet the Lord. Her resolutions are very good ones, very practical ways of growing in the spiritual life. Apparently, St. Faustina met with the artist Eugene Kazimierowski, who would paint the Divine Mercy image. This was their first meeting in which she gave him directions on how to paint the image. She rejoiced that things were finally moving forward on the feast of the holy name of Jesus. Faustina offered her joys to the Lord for a young girl who was suffering spiritually, and Jesus took her up on the offer and gave her, in exchange, only the meager consolations that that girl had been dealing with. Faustina truly lives a life of sacrifice. She offers herself for others, as Jesus did. And Faustina, during adoration, has an overwhelming urge to act, apparently on the new congregation and on the spreading of the message of the divine mercy. But it is not all in her hands. She has to wait for permissions from various people. So she asks Jesus to inspire not only her, but also those who are delaying the work. And Jesus reassures her. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org 
to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.